excited. Humbled. Inspired. Anxious. Hopeful. Energized. Nervous. Trellis Education. Enacting the gold standard in STEM teacher preparation and support. Ready to go. Hello. Welcome to our first podcast on the nature of mentoring programs. My name is Deb Stuckey, and this is um, a podcast about some of the data that Neil Donahoe and I have put together in our attempts to describe how mentoring has changed over the past few years. The data we collected started in 2007. Um, back then, the turnover rate, rate for teachers in their first five years as teaching was incredibly high. Yet only 27 states required some form of induction or mentoring support for their new teachers. In a study by NCES in 2000, only 59.6% of the teachers surveyed with less than five years of experience had participated in a first-year induction program. Of the states that do offer induction programs, they all vary in length, dedicated funding, and requirements for both new teachers and mentors. Out of the 27 states with required programs, 13 states require one year, five states required two years, six required more than two. The other three didn't require any minimum amount of time. Of the 11 with two or more years required, 10 states required completing an induction of two years for earning a professional license or credential. Completion is considered different than participation, with some type of performance assessment or evaluation to complete the program, while participation means the teachers are supported but not necessarily evaluated. Here in California, teachers are required to complete a two-year induction program known as BITSA, Beginning Teacher Support and Assessment. In this program, teachers are given support on how to be effective classroom teachers and how to develop as professionals. This support is usually offered through the school district for any teachers who have a preliminary credential. The effectiveness of this program, in our opinion, is mixed and depends largely on the BITSA mentor you're paired with and the time allotted for these meetings. In our experience, it has often been a monthly meeting with someone who rarely came into the classroom to see us teach. Sometimes it wasn't even person in our content area. It take away from my prep period for that day and actually created more work that wasn't always directly related to the class issues I was having as new teachers. When we look back, I'm sure there's a lot of good information that I missed from the program simply because we were having trouble on how to smoothly run a classroom on a day-to-day -day basis. It turns out that we are not alone in not getting support needed from our induction programs. In 2010, a study from the U.S. Department of Education Institute of Educational Sciences surveyed 1,009 teachers in 418 schools that were not already implementing a comprehensive induction program. They found that extra induction support did not impact classroom practices until the third year. In addition, a one- or a two-year exposure had no impact on retention over the first four years of the teachers' careers. New teachers need a longer arc of support than is currently given. Brand new teachers need to learn basics of how to run an effective classroom and how to manage their new careers. As teachers get through the difficult first years, the support they need changes, and this is time where teachers should be able to become much more stronger in their practice. As induction programs have changed over the year, the role of the mentor has changed as well. Mentors primarily were there to provide social-emotional support, but this later turned out to be 
that they needed to be there more for instructional support. The current view is that a mentor should provide a wide range of support, emotional, physical, instructional, and institutional support. Only two states require mentors to be certificated through participation in mentor training before they become a mentor for beginning teachers. There are 15 states that require foundational mentor training in order to be a mentor and ongoing professional development for mentors, but do not require any type of certification. With how important mentors are to beginning teachers, it is shocking that more training is not available. In our first experiences with mentoring a pre-service teacher, we were often given just a 30-minute training with a few papers to read over. To be a mentor to a new teacher, I'm unable to give him the support because I was untrained and unprepared for the ins and outs of this new role. Most programs are funded with no extra allocation of funds from the state. Mentors may receive a stipend, release periods, or no compensation for their work. As you can see, the state of teacher mentoring um, has been not very good in the past and certainly needs to be updated.